from Rockwired Sound in Albuquerque, New Mexico, of all places, this is Rockwired Radio Profiles with your host, Brian Lush, exclusively at rockwired.com. Today, Rockwired gives it up for Race to Neptune in their new album, Au Contraire. Stick around for more. Rockwired Radio Profiles is powered by Rockwired Media LLC, a limited liability company. Please stand by. Welcome to the latest edition of Rockwired Radio Profiles, right here at rockwired.com. I'm your host, Brian Lush, and the music is out there. And in today's case, it's sort of up there, I should say. You know, we're based out of Albuquerque, New Mexico, but this band that I that we're featuring today comes from Fort Collins, Colorado. We've actually had quite a few bands lately coming from Colorado. I think there's something's definitely happening up there, and, uh, and this is another great band. They're called Race to Neptune, and they've got a brand new album called Au Contraire, and that's O-H, not A-U, Contraire, but I think it's a clever title for a pretty damn clever album, I mean, it's kind of all over the place musically, I'm really excited about it, it's really one of my favorites so far this year, and I had a chance to speak with uh, Brian Meyer, or Meyer or Mayer, I'm not quite sure, M-A-I-E-R, Probably Brian Meyer, I don't know. But anyway, I had the pleasure of talking to the guy a few a few days ago, and you're going to be hearing that interview in just a few minutes. But first, we're going to spin something from Au Contraire. Uh, here is A Race to Neptune with Iron Satire. Thank you. 
sounded kind of Billy Corganish, you know, of the uh, of the uh, Smashing Pumpkins. That was uh, Race to Neptune with Iron Satire off of their brand new album Au Contraire. And for more on the band, you can check them out at their official website, Race to Neptune.com, or you can check them out at their official Facebook page. We've got links to both sites right here at Rockwired.com. And uh, Rockwired had a chance to speak with the front man Brian Meyer regarding the uh, new release as well as the band itself and here's what here's what he had to say and the and I got to say that the album that that you guys have out now is au contraire is just you know it brings me back. It brings me back to, like, you know, being a kid in the 90s and being into alt-rock and, you know, but you've kind of got that, like, like 60s vibe going for it as well. So, you know, congratulations on the, on that album. And uh, now that it's out there for people to get a listen to, how do you feel about the finished work? Um, I feel pretty good about it, especially for our first, first try <laughs> you know i mean you really couldn't have asked for that much more especially the studio that we recorded at the spot studios in uh in lakewood colorado it's a it's a gorgeous huge house and the glenn and rich definitely know what they're doing and so uh i don't think it would have turned out nearly as well if we worked with someone else other than and who helped you behind behind the mixing board, the, the the recording console for this one? Who helped produce it for you? Oh, Glenn and Rich uh, recorded, mixed, and mastered it all for us. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. And how long were you guys in the studio for this? I mean, this is like a nine-song album here. Right. Um. I think we recorded. Let's see. I think it took about ten days or eleven days. Okay. So not, you know, we weren't in there for, like, months on end or anything. We just went there for the weekends. I mean, we were all, all rehearsed, and the songs really aren't that difficult. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I guess that's what everyone says about their own songs because they know how to play them. You know what I mean? <laughs> but Right. So, yeah. And we're actually going back in next weekend to record two new singles, so... Oh, awesome! Awesome. Yeah. So, so it doesn't sound like this band's been together for a terribly long amount of time. So, bring me back to the beginning of this band. How did it all get started? Oh, Vanessa and I first met each other, and so uh, we were just playing as a just the two of us, showing her songs that I that I wrote, and like we'd play uh, uh, ones that were on the album, ones that were, that aren't on the album, and then uh, we had a bass player, but he wound up moving to Denver, and then Ken came over one day during um, like a birthday party we had at my house, and he noticed we have a bass player, and picked up the bass and started playing it. Next day, he went and bought a bass, and then um, we had a couple different members join the three of us, such as that, and then in 2014 we met Zach, he's the other guitar player in the band. And then that's when it really kind of all came together. I see. <laughs> and before then, what was your musical experience before the, this band? Oh, oh, I was in a um, couple different variations of a of the band under, under the same name in a different town I lived in when I was in college, for the um, or a different college, I should say. And so um, it was just like it was a small town in Gunnison, Colorado, like eight thousand people. So just like playing around with friends and playing some local bars here and there, but I've been playing music since 
when I was in fifth grade. My dad plays guitar, so the guitars were always around the house when I was growing up. And then when I started playing guitar, I think like in fifth grade or something, and I didn't even get my own guitar until two or three years after I started playing because he didn't want to buy me one. And then I quit playing, you know, like a lot of people do when they first start out at a young age. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so after that, it kind of <laughs> took over <laughs> my life, I guess I could say. I see. And and, and and what sort of, you know, set you on that kind of course of wanting to pick up a guitar and play? I mean, well, like you said, not a lot of people follow through with it once they pick it up, but but you did. I mean, well, I mean, well, what sort of kept you on that, you know, I hate to say path, but 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 path, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um I'm not sure. I think it's because, you know, since my my dad plays been been playing music since he was 18, you know, since, like, the, I think he started playing, like, in 1970 or 72 or something like that, so, like I said, they're always around the house, and so I grew up listening to, uh, the oldies and singer-songwriter stuff that my dad played, and he showed me the Beatles when I was in second grade and watched the movie Help, <laughs> and I just, they've been my favorite band ever since then, and then, so, he asked me, like, later on, a few years later, when I was big enough to hold a guitar, and play one. Um, yeah, he asked me if I wanted to play, and I told him I really wasn't interested in learning. But then after, uh, you know, I, I gave it a week and told him I wanted to play. And so I just he he taught me for like chords and whatnot, and then <laughs> learned on VHS tapes, <laughs> things like that. You know, like <laughs> before YouTube and the internet existed. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what I mean, like learning twist and shout and. <laughs> and things of that nature, and then I don't know. I didn't really discover uh, uh, newer music, I should say, really until I was in eighth grade or freshman in high school. Because all my friends listened to at that time, I guess you know bands like Corn or Limp Bizkit or whatever, you know, kind of new metal things like that, or Blink One Eight Two. And I didn't really care for the whole that kind of scene, you know. Right. I just maybe because I was just used to listening to like Motown and oldies and <laughs> things and things like that. But then when I did discover like my dad gave me Pink Floyd and Led Zeppelin later on, and then and hearing other songs on the radio, and I was um, more aware of the music going around after playing guitar for um, for a few years. You know, I'd call my friend right away and like, oh my god, who is like who is this band? And like you have to hold my phone next to the. <laughs> to the car speaker when my when my mom's driving, they tell me the name of the band and things like that. So just I don't want to say it's like an obsessive behavior, but it kind of it kind of is. It's truly my passion in life. For more on Race to Neptune, check them out at their official website www.racetoneptune.com, or you can check them out at their Facebook page. Either one will work, and Rockwired.com has links to both. And you know, once again, we think "Oh Contraire" is a fantastic album. Got a lot of great songs on it, and one of those songs is "Constant Collapse." And here it is. <laughs> Thank you. 
mean, what sort of reactions have you guys be, been able to gauge from the from the album that you guys have just released? So far, we've had four published album reviews, and we've gotten anywhere from four to five stars on all of them so far. So we haven't gotten any negative feedback. I mean, four is not that many, but um, even people uh, when we put our albums on iTunes, a uh, random user bought it and gave us five out of five stars too and so it was a combination of a like dinosaur jr and Jimi hendrix experience and things like that so it's been pretty positive and we've had people at our shows that really really love our music anywhere from 16 years old to 50 or 60 years old you know come up and talk to us at the after our shows and some people um really appreciate the fact how loud and fuzzed out and actually playing guitar solos and using pedals and whatnot. Because in here, it's kind of a over-inundation of bluegrass and jam bands and DJs. And so we're kind of uh, kind of on the outside of the popularity, I, I could say. <laughs> and has any of, have, have any of these responses surprised you at all? Or, or did you... Or, did, or is it about what you expected? Uh, I, it did surprise me. I wasn't sure what to expect, you know, I mean, I know I'm not the greatest singer <laughs> in, in the world or whatever, and well, you are a songwriter, but I know, I know what the, the songs sound like to me and what I'm influenced by, and I'm not sure if it was like, you said, like 60s and 90s, and, you know, maybe this album's like 20 years too late or 25 years too late type thing, so I wasn't sure if it was just, oh yeah, it's old, it's been done, whatever, you know, We've heard this before, so I wasn't I wasn't exactly sure what to hear. But since I think we all have plenty of different musical influences, that really that really shines through on the on what we bring to the table for each song. And uh, and you you say you've been in other bands before. I mean, uh, what makes this experience different from those previous bands? Well, musicianship, we're older, more mature, more dedicated, say. And uh, explain the songwriting process within this band. How do you guys go about it? Um, for, uh, for most of the songs on this, on the album, on Au Contraire, a lot of the songs are kind of older, or the early some of the riffs are, I mean, when I first met Vanessa, she and I would work on songs, but and uh, newer things. Well, some songs, like I said, didn't make it on that on that record. But um, I play drums, guitar, and bass, and so I uh, I, I record all the parts by myself. At least I did. I had a demo of like eight or nine songs that I gave to her and gave to Zach from a while ago of me playing every instrument and how the songs kind of go, and we kind of work on it from there for some of the songs and then other ones we built together based on certain ideas and then or certain riffs and just see what happens kind of and but it's usually based on um, something that one of us has, has worked on I should say not just kind of a verb of the moment jam or anything I, I take I take pride in the fact that I, I just think I'm more of a songwriter than I am a musician in that aspect where I really, I really don't know if like, most of the time the chords I'm playing or what key the songs in. Our bass player Ken went to music school, 
for three years in college, so I kind of consult him on <laughs> 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 certain things to ask him, ask him what I'm, what's going on here, you know, so, but yeah, that's pretty much how it goes. I see, and, and, you know, I mean, as, as, as a songwriter, I mean, what do you think has inspired the songs on this album? I mean, what sort of things made the songs what they are? <laughs> oh, um, just, I listen to a variety of music, and not to try to stick to one, I don't say genre, or maybe even style of playing, you know, because I, mean, I think I believe the songs truly are different sounding from one another, but... I can listen to anything from the Pixies to the Cure to like, like Motown to grunge to Hank Williams, you know, like <laughs> noise rock and shoegaze, a lot of different things. And I think I think that helps having a good variety of music to listen to and appreciate versus being completely nitpicky and stuck up and <laughs> arrogant about it. You know, being just being open minded to different things. And actually, like one of the, one of my favorite bands is Ween. Just because they're so off the wall and so different um, in their in their songwriting, <laughs> let alone album to album. Okay, and the the lyrics come from uh, just based on conversations or things I've experienced or things I've witnessed or just things I imagined. There's multiple uh, story lines or plot lines or influences or inspirations in every single song on there. Some of the songs are really only about one thing. I kind of have a hodgepodge of the putting lyrics together. Like in my notebook I had like one of the songs that had all the lyrics written. Like one of them was in marker, one of them was in blue pen, black pen, and you know, just kind of whatever comes to mind type thing that fits well together. And from the album, uh, what songs off of it have you the most excited to get somebody to hear and why? I like um, Iron Satire a lot, just because that one, to me, is incredibly dynamic and very melodic and pretty, I guess. It's just very pleasing that it has this huge build-up and solo and the weird uh, flanger vocal part and it goes back to it. I guess it's just a... It's a it doesn't follow like a, like a normal pop formula song. There's only, only two parts in that song, but dynamics have a huge role in it. And I think besides a lot of people appreciate that thing besides myself, not just like a verse-chorus, verse-chorus type song. And then the other song I'd say that, that people like a lot was uh, Constant Collapse. So it's the heaviest song on the record, and it just has a nice groove and mysterious kind of feel to it with this loud, loud chorus that really belts. And the, even though that one is kind of more of a a standard structured song, everything about it, it kind of works really well together. And that's, I think, also going back to, to the dynamics in the song, too. And how are live shows going for you guys? Really great. We're getting, we're we're really tight. We get lots of compliments from, uh, you know, strangers, friends, obviously, and um, other bands that we've played with. And so we were playing with uh, this one band here recently. We were playing. We played one show with them a couple of weeks ago, and we're going to play another one with them again. So it's nice to find other people to play with, and that actually that want to play with us as well. 
And so yeah, we've gotten really good, uh, really good responses from people, and even asking what you know pedals I use or guitar, or come talk to Vanessa because she's <laughs> Vanessa's our drummer. She's like five foot tall, <laughs> but she packs, <laughs> but she packs a punch, you know. So things of that nature. <laughs> And uh, with this uh, album behind you guys, I mean, what's next for the band musically? Um, I think we're we're, we're keeps progressing in our songwriting. We have a bunch of new songs right now that we're working on. I guess we're going to go back in the studio next weekend to record two of the ones that are really, um, we think are really, really well done, well written. They sound very different from each other. And they've gone over, we played them live a couple of times, and they both go over really well. And then there are these other songs that we have, uh, we're trying to put together and see where we go with them. But it's in, I don't know, it's kind of all in the open where everything's on the table and not trying to stick to one one format, I guess I could, you, you could say. So it's a lot more experimentation and feedback with each other. I think we're a lot more open and comfortable playing and talking to each other. I mean, no one in the band has an ego by any means, and we're all willing to try something else out for another member in the band if they you know, want us to try to play something or try to do something this way or try to sing something that way or you know, play like hit the cymbal here instead of the cymbal here and things like that. So I think the communication has been has been great, and that's helping us musically because we're able to try new things and explore that way. For more on Race to Neptune, check them out at their official website, racetoneptune.com, or you can check them out at Facebook. And we've got links to both sites right here at rockwire.com. And once more, here is Race to Neptune uh, with Cigars and Celebrations off of their brand new album, Au Contraire. Dreams and your resonations 
And that's going to do it for this edition of Rockwired Radio Profiles. A special thanks goes out to Brian Meyer of Race to Neptune for his time and the music. And a very special thanks goes out to Rhonda of Team RMG. For Rockwired, I'm Brian Lush, and remember, keep your eyes forward, never look back, and make it up as you go. Rockwired Radio Profiles is powered by Rockwired Media LLC, a limited liability company and is available exclusively at rockwired.com. Online radio that rocks.